0: I have a rank-and-rent agency. We currently have 650
1: websites. Kasra is speaking in Chiang Mai this year.
0: I got the call from Matt maybe two three months ago to say, like, you can come and talk. What, what do you want to talk about? Website recoveries. So I decided, a lot of guys would think this is absolutely crazy. I decided right there and then I'm going to tank a website. Completely tank it. This website was earning ten grand a month, gambling affiliate site. Completely tank the website. Recover it by November, for the for the talk.
1: What do you think the biggest mistakes that seos do? Not get enough links. If if you
0: fail sixteen times, but that one time you have a successful website and you're able to sell it for forty five million, and you're living on a beach and you've got a Ferrari and a yacht. Guess what? Nobody cares about the 16 times you failed. Everyone's looking at the one time that you actually succeeded in life. If you do anything from this podcast or if you learn anything, just take one action today and
1: it might change your world. Kasradash, welcome to the SEO Wisdom podcast. How are you doing, brother? Thank you for having me on. Yeah, very good. How are you? Yeah, good. I mean, this is the first time us actually talking and yeah that's the beauty of our online seo community like we all kind of know each other in the space and yeah and there are times like when we actually catch up so yeah it's going to be a proper us connecting and getting to know each other and i'm really excited brother
0: yeah it's um it's very weird the seo industry i, I feel like it's it's a it's almost as if it's a second family and um, we all we all basically speak to one another um we always have some gossip to say and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, very excited.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and I've been, you know, like, I go on my weekly haul of going on Facebook and, and Twitter and LinkedIn, and I'm seeing Kasra Dash sharing very insightful tips. And yeah, like, I really resonate with what you share. And I was like, I need to have this guy on my podcast.
0: Yeah, so I think maybe early November, late December, or late, late November, early December, I, I decided, right, I'm going to start conquering all these different platforms. So if you go on TikTok, you'll see me. If you go on Twitter, you'll see me. If you go on YouTube, I've done multiple podcasts. There's Facebook case studies going live every every other week. So you can't get away from me. There's also like a, an email newsletter and stuff like that I send out.
1: But um, yeah, yeah. So you kind Concrete of hijacked the it. algorithm, not just Google one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so for, for the audience who's listening to this one, like who is Kasra? Like I know a bit about you, but yeah, please enlighten us.
0: So um, I do various different things. Um, the biggest thing that I'm probably known for at the minute is my involvements with Searcharoo, LinkedIn and content agency but I've got various different other, um, JVs and businesses. Um, so I have a ranking and rent agency. We currently have 650 websites. What? Um, six hundred fifty. a, yeah, 650. Um, I have a gambling affiliate sites as well. So we, we rank in the, the most difficult or one of the most difficult industries and that's gambling. Um, again, we've got 16 gambling affiliate websites, um, all like within the UK and stuff like that, going after various different stuff, such as bingo slots, football betting, everything. Um, and one thing that we've also started doing over the past like two years, I'd say, is from the rank and rent agency, we essentially start getting them qualified leads and they start seeing our um, ROI basically. And essentially, we start investing into the, some of these companies. So instead of them hiring a marketing agency or a marketing team within the actual business, they will essentially come to us and say, right, we'll um, give you 20% of the business for half a million pounds or a million pounds. And that's our end to investing in all these different businesses.
1: Wow, beautiful. And now I'm hearing you like talking about like 650 websites and. Some of the hardest niches, you know, gambling, like I'm into cannabis, so I know what kind of competition we're talking about. Yeah. So mm-hmm. from now you're here conquering the hardest niches in SEO, but what's your journey like? How did you start? How did you discover SEO?
0: So I discovered SEO by accident. Um, initially, many, many Not years ago, is an accident. I was a web... <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe not yeah um, so many many years ago i was a web developer and um, i still do very bits um but not anywhere near as much as what i used to do so many years ago this guy out in california um essentially hired me to be his web developer he basically wanted like a, a bespoke e-commerce website that does like business cards Um so At the time it was way above like my knowledge, but I said, yeah, okay. I I can do that. I'll, I'll watch a few YouTube videos if that's what it takes. And I started building his website out. Um, and then after like, let's say six months. Had this fully finished website. I think there was like two, three thousand products on there. It, it's it's crazy to think back at what I used to do, because the two, three thousand products, I was the one uploading them. Right <laughs> now, I, I just hire a VA. Right. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so built the website and then got paid for it. And then he comes back maybe like 10 days later. He's like, Kaz, what's happening? There's there's no sales. I'm like, right, OK, um, bear, bear with me. So then at the time, I think it was like page titles was like really important. Meta descriptions was really important. That That's all you really needed for e-commerce SEO back then. Now it's it's a little bit more difficult. Um, but yeah, I, I basically started tweaking his page titles. So I think he, he had like all these different designs for business cards. So I went and changed the page title to like, say, dentistry business cards, accountancy business cards, lawyer business cards, and he started getting sales. Like it, it, it was
1: very, very easy. I, I almost wish it and was that easy. When was that, Casper? Maybe six, seven years ago. So, so 2017, we talking? Yeah, 2017, 2018. Um, so not the golden so, time, but you still need a bit of SEO to rank. Yeah. something. yeah. So like right now,
0: you'd probably need like individual description product descriptions on the page you didn't need any of that back then all all you needed back then was like a little bit of on page making sure your alt text and your images are all like aligned with the page title and then bang you're, you're ranking for like some fairly difficult keywords now um but yeah so that's essentially my first in on seo um and then yeah, he, he he. I think he started earning like six, seven grand just from doing like a few page titles here and there, and he he was absolutely buzzing. Um, he ended up hiring me as his like SEO part time. Um, so like I would do like my nine to five as a web developer, um, in Northampton, and then I'd be getting like paid like two grand or something every month just for doing a few hours work every like over the evenings, um, and then. From that then, I then properly started searching into like, what is this SEO malarkey? Like, <laughs> how,
1: how, how are people? What are What is SEO people? Earning... Are this SEO people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: like, what is this SEO? How, how, how is people earning internet money, right? Yeah. So that's when I basically got into, I think one of the very first videos that I watched on SEO was Darrell Rosser, which is funny because now he's he's got like um an e-commerce SEO agency now. Um, and then it was like the Matt Diggity's, the James Dooley's of the world, like Fat Rank and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that that's that's my in on SEO.
1: Nice. And how did you transition from doing uh, e-commerce for this guy and discovering SEO and starting all these ventures you're talking about? Like what was the transition? What was the transition phase? so
0: that e-commerce website that i initially ranked like many years ago um, that was my first in on seo and then at the time um i was unhappy at my like my nine to five job so then i got offered like a nine to five at an actual seo agency right so I had went from just being a web developer to being a web developer still at an SEO agency. But all these guys were ranking a lot more like local stuff. So like doing citations, ranking GMBs, getting reviews, um, doing PBNs. So that's, that, that's when I like really geared up. There was like a really high up SEO guy at the time. I was like, listen teach me everything there is to do with SEO. So nine to five, I would be doing my web development work at the actual agency. And then I would say, send me through videos, send me through blogs, send me through anything that you've got. Send me through a website. I'll I'll try and rank it. It might not be the best. Um, So for about maybe seven, eight months, I was literally going in, doing my nine to five. Um, Then... From 5pm, I'd maybe have like one hour to eat, then from 6pm to like midnight, I would be reading blogs, I would be testing, I would be like looking at different types of links, Ahrefs, looking at Semrush, Majestic was really big back then, Um, I don't know if you use it yourself, but... Back then, I'd be like, "Right, what? Why is this website got this trust flow?" Like looking at like some really like odd yeah. metrics, right? Like I'm I'm now looking back at it and I'm like, just build some links, do some content, and you'll probably rank, right? Yeah. But like back then, I was like micro analyzing everything, and um, some would say it was a waste of time. I would probably say I probably learned a lot doing that, but yeah. yeah.
1: So you're going into these majestic trust flows and ratios and anchor tax percentages. Do you think you're developing, like, a bit of a SEO mindset and you're like, oh, this one, this, and this recipe would probably help me rank for this website?
0: Yeah, definitely. So, like, I would be, like, looking at all these different metrics and then um, it would... I would, I, I, I would do like a lot of testing back then. I still do a lot of testing, but it'd be like, right, okay, what happens if I do like this link here with this citation and this PBN? What happens to this page? Funnily enough, links is part of the algorithm. So like, no, like one link is better than no links, right? Yeah. So like, surprise, surprise, you build a link, you rank. Um, so <laughs> It, it, it's not, it's not, it's honestly not rocket science. I thought at the, at the time back then, I, I thought like, maybe I need this golden ratio of like 14 links here, two PBNs there, 17 citations here. And I'm going to rank is, it's not the case. Just get your NAP listed and um, get a few powerful links, um, whether that is PBNs or guest posts or niche edits or whatever, get a few links and you're going to see some results Um And that is like SEO nowadays. I I, I don't know. I don't know about what your thoughts are on that, but it's not the rocket science that everyone makes out to be.
1: Yeah. For me, like as well, I completely agree with you. Like for me as well, like SEO is all about experimenting, testing and analyzing and whatever you experiment, the types of results you get, you see what Google is saying at that algorithm, you know, period until the new one comes. And you just mm-hmm. kind of adapt. And I don't think there's a big uh, rocket science behind it. It's just like, you have to be good at experimenting, observing and how my pages are actually climbing up to Google, the radar. And yeah. Yeah. So what was your first big success, SEO success? Um, my first SEO success. Like the site, like you nailed it and you're like, okay now I'm an SEO expert. I can tell my friends, I can tell my parents, <laughs> something like that, you know?
0: I, I, so I think when I first started the e-commerce stuff was my first SEO success, okay. right? But now looking at it now, I'd probably say like ranking in, in gambling. So like wow. bearing in mind that I, I start I started off like six years ago. Right. Right. And now in my head, I'm like, Actually, I don't class that e-commerce site as a big SEO success. I class what I done maybe one year ago as a really big SEO success. So it's like it's took me six years to think, okay, that that's that what I done there is really successful. But like there's 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 definitely been stuff that I've done from starting out to to like last year or the year before. That's been successful, but like to me, like ranking in the gambling industry, like everyone wants to rank, or that's the dream, right? Ranking in like gambling, porn, pharma—they're the probably the three biggest industries that you could possibly rank in. So to rank in gambling, I would say is probably like the biggest thing. Um, yeah, uh, that—that's why I would say it's probably been the biggest success, like completely dominating in gambling.
1: Yeah, I mean, these three niches plus the cannabis one, I would say like there's, less than 1% of the SEOs is going to actually like say like, okay, give me a site and I can rank it in a year or two years. So congratulations to you. I think you're the top tier guy I'm talking to. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So yeah, coming to the 650 network of your money sites, money sites, right? Yeah. So what are the niches? Like you said, you have some gambling, like it's all mixed like
0: so this is the funny thing right i go to like a lot of masterminds i probably go to like six seven masterminds a year one every two months and guys are sometimes like scared to like tell me their niches i'm like bro i am in every single niche that you could possibly (laughs) think of double glazing triple glazing lawyers um solicitors plumbers everything i'm in i'm in every single niche 650 now that's not to say that every single site earns money there's there's yeah. there has been failures there's a not every game, single right? rank and rent exactly so yeah. like for example for every four websites four or sorry for every five websites five four of them might fail one of them will be a, a success but it's going to pay for the four that have failed right so like out of the 650 i think maybe 380 of them are actually rented out the others are just like sitting there we're hoping to so get that's 50 like success in. rate Exactly,
1: yeah. That's more than 50%. So, yeah. It, it's
0: it's, so it's not it's one in four. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it, like, so when I say it's one in four, right? Yeah. Like, if you were to start out, it probably would be one in four. But let's say okay. you partner up with a really good lawyer, right? Right. Um, what we typically do is, like, we'll find that one niche that does work. So we've built out five websites, four of them have failed. This one law website is is booming, right? Why is this one law website booming? We'll actually sit down with the lawyer and we'll say, right, what's your most profitable um, sub-niche, right? So like law is like, it's got like various different like niches, like in America, it's like DUIs, um, personal injury and stuff like that. And So we'll sit down with the lawyer and they say, right, okay, um, law is a good niche, but my bread and butter, so like my biggest earning within law is personal injury. Can, can you get me more personal injury leads? So we'll go and build a dedicated personal injury website and we'll rank that website. So then we've got two websites rented out to that one client. And then we might sit down in six months time and say, right, okay, what's your second biggest earner? And they might say like DUIs, right? So, or like drunk or speeding tickets or whatever. And we'll build a, another website for that. Uh, law, law firm. Right. So that's three websites. So when, it, when I say it's one in four, it does like kind of reverse itself because we'll sit down with that law firm maybe six times over the span of two years and we might build them out 15 websites.
1: Oh, okay. And how are you managing all these, uh, big network, uh, sites? Like what's the team looking like? What's your role? Are you a strategist?
0: with a lot of stress (laughs) (laughs) so um no i'm joking um it's like it it has fallen on its face multiple times like hosting providers going down websites being hacked etc etc but like i typically speak to like the best guys when it comes to hosting or when it comes to like trying to minimize footprint, right? Now, not any of these websites are are linking to one another. So they're not PBNs, they are genuine money websites. But say for example, if I, if I have a problem with my hosting or with my caching or whatever, I'll try and find out who the best person is within the SEO industry. Going back to what we were saying before, everyone in the SEO industry speaks to one another, which is the, 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 the magic thing about this industry. So I, I might speak to you and say, right, what what do you think I should do with my hosting here? Like you're you're the go-to hosting guy. What, what 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 do you recommend? And then I might speak to three other guys and then say, like, okay, Sackett's recommended this, John's recommended that, James has recommended this. I'm going to do a mixture of all three, and I'm going to go with this hosting, with this PB, with this um, caching provider, and this proxy provider, and then do like a mix of all three and get the best possible outcome. So. I do like a lot of like strategizing and like ideas and stuff like that. But then when it comes to like implementing, I've got like a staff of like 16 people Um, and they'll like implement it. They'll do it. They'll test it out. They'll they'll come back to me with the test results. So yeah.
1: Coming back to the hosting, I have a question. So one of my main sites now, one of my main projects, like it got hacked, you know, a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah. I was wondering if it's the hosting, if it's like maybe the admin panel, like what are your recommendations not getting hacked? Like when the site goes big and I'm thinking like the hackers are going after the sites, which are actually being ranked. They're not wasting their times. Right.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's a very good question. Um, and I'm probably going to give, give you an answer where you might be like, "Caz, come on, give, give me a better answer than that, right? So it, it, do, it does depend. So there, there's, there's been times where, like many years ago, I had a website that got hacked, very similar to yourself, and I didn't know what, what, what was causing it. Could, could it be the hosting? Could it be the plugins? Could it be the theme? Now, one word of advice that I would give to anyone that's trying to scale out 650 rank and rent websites on WordPress is do not install... 10 million plugins try and have a very rigid framework so i think our framework has maybe two plugins one theme and that's it no it's, the, it's quite possibly the cleanest setup that you could ever see um for a wordpress website um so if you can minimize the amount of plugins you're minimizing the amount of risks you're minimizing the amount of like hacks what, what people don't remember is that the wordpress um repository right for all the plugins it's open source so Say, for example, you download, um, I don't know, Yoast SEO, and Yoast SEO has a flaw in it that allows people to inject MySQLs and stuff like that, right? Everyone's going to have that issue. So if that that plugin's been downloaded 6 million times, 6 million vulnerabilities. So try to avoid plugins as much as you can. There's a lot of developers that use 60 plugins to do, like, one thing, and yep. like out the 60 plugins they might only be using 5% of the plugin and there's 95% of bloat so try and minimise plugins as much as you can, make sure everything's up to date, make sure you're with actually like a reliable host as well, like there's what a lot of guys are using? That like cheap out um, What's Ionos it, which one? Ionos
1: Ionos, okay what,
0: uh, yeah, what, one and one, um, I use them um, I've used They're Cloudways fast. as well are they no, them? I've never heard of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're rapid. Like, okay. we we have, like, a guy that's inside, and he tell, oh, okay. like he pings me an email, and he's like, Kaz, we've got these new Intel chipsets, and it's coming out next month. Do you want <laughs> whitelisted? I'm like, yeah, definitely whitelist me on that. Like, we we do... We, uh, I would be lying to you if I said that this was the first hosting provider that I've used, and it's worked flawlessly. I must have used 16, 17 different hosting providers and it's just all flopped on its
1: head. Yeah, Um, everybody's got their pros and cons. Yeah, I'll contact with uh, Ionis. I'll uh, I'll give you my guy. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, brother. So hosting, uh, yeah, plugin, minimizing the plugins. Yeah, I'm also testing with that. I think the hacks have Mm -hmm. gone uh, a little less. Even the PBs and stuff, like, I'm seeing like if it's less plugins, including the one that kind of blocks all the bots and stuff, the hacks are very, very less, but it does not like, you're not immune in it. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Do you use, um, WordFence? I have it on some of the sites, WordFence. So WordFence,
0: WordFence is pretty good. Um, they have two, they, so they've got a plugin, but they've also got a service. So if your website does get hacked, right, you can like contact their specialists. I, I don't know how much it might be, and maybe like a couple hundred dollars, and they'll go in, they'll delete all of, all the hacks and stuff like that, and close the door. So that that's that's a super important part to it. So like, say for example, your website gets hacked today. A lot of people will just roll it back to like last week, right? Their website or like two days ago. The, the the actual hack, it's not, it's not gone, it's still there. So the guy that's hacked your website can still access your website, inject links or b- post a load of the comments or wh- whatever the, the hacker wants to do, they can still do. So the super important part is actually closing that door and making sure it stays shut.
1: And it just came into my mind now. All these hackers, right? They're injecting uh, porn, gambling kind of links. You know the hacker, right, Kasra? <laughs> No, no, no! <laughs> there's, there's, definitely not. Um, there's because you told me you're in every top ten nation. I'm like, oh, you <laughs> might be the hacker. There's um no, definitely,
0: definitely not. They they are getting links for a cheap, cheap price though. Some yep. of those hackers out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I. So I I kind of like to think of myself as gray hat so like I'll do a lot of white hat stuff but like the links some some people would say oh well
1: links is black hat Are you saying yourself if, as a gray hat because if, you're going to Shanghai and you don't want to be classified as black hat
0: No to to be to be honest I I'm always on the fence right cuz like if you if you were to go and publish let's say 60 articles and you're just going to do the typical white hat thing of the yeah. links will come Yeah 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 the links ain't going to come you you need you need to be buying links, yeah, um, and and that's not to say like go and buy hacked links, right? Because yeah. like hacked links, from my experience, I don't know about yourself, um, Sackett, but from my experience, hacked links is probably the most dangerous thing that you could do to your website. Because right. what's the biggest negative SEO attack that you can do? Do you know? Go and build, go and build fifty links to your competitors, right, and remove them a month later. Yeah. Guess what? But you know what it I've is, noticed,
1: Casra. What I've noticed is like, um, it takes a while for the rankings to go down. It takes more than six months sometimes. Now, nowadays, nowadays.
0: There's, there, there, there is a way of speeding Uh, up that process, right? So, um, we do a lot of disavows, right? Like I, I think we might be the biggest disavow agency um, I could be wrong in saying that, but we we like last month we done 17, the month we'd, before we done 24, the month before that we've done 36, right? Now, <clears throat> one thing that we do to disavow is to speed up the process, right? Because basically, like once once you get a disavow, you know, okay, my links have been shit. I need to do something about this. So let, let's say for for example, you have a bad link off of of the domain, um, I don't know, Forbes.com, right? You disavow it. The 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 way to essentially speed that process up is to get Google to crawl that page again on Forbes that's linking to your money site. How'd you do that? Quickly. You essentially you've got two options. You could either run it through an indexer or build tiered links to that disavowed URL, right? Essentially Googlebot's gonna crawl that website and it's gonna say, oh. This, this link from Forbes, they've disavowed. Okay, let's speed up that process of that recovery. Uh, so there, there, there's, there's a lot sense. of things when it comes to disavows. Um, that's one thing that we're really good at now. Um, and it's quite scary because there's a lot of link providers that don't provide a disavow service. It's kind of like going to like a surgeon and saying, go and do like heart surgery, right? But they've never done heart surgery before they've only they're, they're they're only a specialist in like brain surgery it's like well you're, you're not a specialist yeah. surgeon right um so yeah definitely if if anybody is has been hit um definitely try a disavow there's a lot of, there's a big con- contingency of seos that don't believe in in disavows in my uh, and reply the one. To them, and the one.
1: <laughs> I'm okay. the SEO.
0: Give give, give
1: give me a website. I'll disavow all your links, and we'll see. <laughs> and <you're> like, <laughs> so basically, there's, there's, what I, what I found was like I, I got mm-hmm. so I, I I do a lot of link building uh, services to the clients myself. I have mm-hmm. so many clients that didn't disavow all the bad links. So what we did was just basically built authority links on top of that, and their rankings kind of came back, and. And then there are situations when the client is like, okay, should we disavow to get more rankings? I'm like, okay, let's try. So we've gone through that disavow process multiple times. It's, I don't know, bro. What's happening? So maybe, maybe there's something I'm doing wrong that's what i'm wondering now there's
0: so one thing that i would say the, so the 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 weird thing is when it comes to disavows right and I, I i was i was a firm believer like maybe two years ago i was like disavows don't work don't don't talk to me about disavows i was very similar mindset to you to what you are now right but i spoke to or my team spoke to rick lomas he's like the godfather of disavows right he you, you speak to him, he's like, nope. disavows do definitely work. He showed me various different case studies, right? Um, private case studies. He, I think he might actually have a few public case studies as well. I think the biggest was 10 beasts he was able to recover it. Um, <clears throat> and every single one, he'd do the disavow, two months later, bang, bang, bang. Now, the reason why you might be thinking that is because like the reason why you might be thinking disavows don't work, or you might not have the full trust in disavows, is you're the tools that you use for disavows. It's not just Ahrefs, it's not just Semrush, it's not like it's not Majestic, right? Um, you need to use like certain tools um like it's took my team 18 months to get trained on on uh disavows right like it's, it's a very experienced team on links they're like why why are we disavowing this link this looks like a it's got high dr um it's uh, it's relevant etc etc no the disavow is telling you, you, you it's it's not it's a it spams the uh, domain right right and every single website has a spam score so like back to what you were saying, um, mm-hmm like CBD, gambling, adult porn, they've typically got a a higher spam score. So like it's all to do with like the correlation of your competitors' backlinks, right? So if your competitors all have like typically speaking spammier links, right? You're going to get away with a lot more spammier links yourself. Um, But if say, for example, you're a gardener in Miami, you're not going to be able to get away with the same type of links as a gambling affiliate site or a cbd right. site or a, a weed website right? right so it does come down to like it comes down to various things so like what niche you're in what links your competitors have um where you are in the world right so like a link in for example london might be like really spammy for um as opposed to a link in like los angeles right so like, it, it's, it's really weird, right? I, it took me like six months to get my head around disavows and how they work and like why you're disavowing certain links. But like when I speak to SEOs now and it's like, well, did you just do a disavow from Ahrefs and, and uh, SEMrush? And they're like, yeah. It's like, right, okay. You didn't do the disavow right. You, ju- you just went off of like DR or I don't, I don't know what SEMrush's metric is. Um, if, you, if you're just disavowing based off of those metrics, it's probably a recipe for disaster. You're probably right. going to go the other way um, as opposed to an upward trajectory.
1: I see what you're saying. I'm going to let that information dig in and test a few projects of mine and maybe share with you after this one. Yeah, yeah definitely. So yeah, kasra a grey hat SEO. Building top-notch links, top-notch content. <laughs> What's the content strategy looking like?
0: Um, it depends man so like local seo um if it's for like our rank and rent sites um we do like a content roadmap of like the three biggest competitors um so it might be like let's say 10 15 different services it might be 100 different like blog articles and then that's it like we'll roll out the content let's say 25 30 articles a month keep keep hitting the, the website with links When it comes to gambling sites, gambling affiliate sites, you need to move a lot more strategically, let's say. Mm. So if you are building, let's say 15 different silos and you're doing like two articles to silo number one, seven articles to silo number six, three articles to silo number three, it's just a recipe for disaster. Like, let's let's just home in on one silo. That's why I tell the team, home in on one silo, win on that one silo, and then let's move on to the next silo. Um, that, that's what I would strongly recommend. Um, with local, you can get away with so much. Local is local's so easy yeah. to rank in, but gambling affiliate, um, yeah, you need to move a lot more strategically.
1: And what's the quantity of uh, these silos, these new pages, when it comes to like gambling or local? What's the number?
0: So we've launched three new gambling sites, um, gambling affiliate sites, sorry, this month. And we are probably needing to do two and a half thousand pages for each site. So 7,000 articles across three sites.
1: How much a month?
0: Uh, we, we so we, we try we try to move everything really quickly. Okay. Like we, we don't say like oh, okay do do 16 this month then 14 the month just just mass produce. Um the the quicker you get the pages, the quicker you can build links, the quicker yeah. the website starts earning. It, it, it's like yeah. a snowball effect right yeah, so yeah. If, if you're like okay i've read this article that says i need to upload seven blogs this month and then six the next month and build two like no 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 don't don't, don't do that just get the output get get the content rolling again it, like so, some people might have like a budget restriction i'm very lucky that i don't have a budget restriction so i, I can go and um get my seventy free content writers to mass produce hundred mm. articles and then 200 articles and 300 articles. A lot of people can't do that. The guys that have tighter budgets, what I would recommend is filling up one silo. So let's say for example, you have a, a affiliate um, website to do with like running shoes, right? do all the running shoes for like women's running shoes, right? Fill out that silo or even go one step further and say, right, okay, I'm going to do every single review page to do with white running shoes for women. Right. So there might be like, let's say 20, uh, white running shoes for women. Right. Okay. I've fill, I've done that silo this month, next month, I'm going to focus on hiking books, hiking boots for women, do that silo. So that may be like, let's say another 30 articles.
1: So you're saying like with all these large quantities of silos and new pages and uh blogs and stuff the quantity kind of matters right when you compete in big niches yeah.
0: yeah definitely it's it's like so i gave this example um in a talk that i done recently and i said if you've got like a website right and it's talking about like you've got like one page on running shoes for men another page on like hiking boots for men and then another sh- uh, page on like i don't know Uh, football boots for men, right? And then site number two, your competitor, right, has the best places to run for men, the top 10 shoes, or the top 10 running shoes for men. Um, best places to hike for men, like you're more inclined to go to your competitor website because he's not just talking about running shoes. He's also got knowledge on the best places to run, the best places to run on the beach. He, like he's just got more knowledge about that subject. So the more, like you want to become the most knowledgeable resource for your industry, whether that's gambling, dentistry, law, whatever that is, you want an article on it. So the more articles that you can help people with, whether that might not be monetary value, you you might not get anything from it, but you're providing value to the client that's come on your website. And it's like, okay, th- this this website, SacketsRunningShoes.com, oh my God, it's, it's the best running shoes resource. It's got the top 10 beaches to run on, the best shoes to run with, the best, I don't know, hiking places, et cetera, et cetera. It's not just trying to sell you a running shoe, right? Yeah. So again, th- this, is, this is kind of more my white hat Speaking because like a lot of black hats will be like right okay I'm gonna blast out sixty articles on Adidas running shoes and Nike running shoes and I'm and I'm gonna do a roundup of the top forty running shoes for men and I'm gonna start earning. Those days are gone. Yeah, like all all the websites that had those similar styles like the gear hungries of the world. That's what that's why it tanked. It's not got any resources. It's yeah. not providing any value.
1: Yeah, and how are you leveraging AI? Are you using any AI with the content? Or are you testing something? Or it's all so
0: we've tested a lot. Now I'm not to say that. AI content doesn't work because I've seen it worked. um, Like I've seen it working in other niches. But for example, gambling, um, you probably know this yourself when it comes to like CBD or cannabis as well. Your competitors' content is like super on point, whether that's a surfer score, whether they've got all the NLP entities to do with that article, they've got it on the page. Now, when we tested AI content in the tougher niches, it didn't work, and um, so I like all my content writers. We've got sixty-seven content writers. None of them are allowed to use AI, um, especially for like the clients and stuff like that. Like, I don't mind testing AI content myself on some of my own websites, but like anybody that buys content from Searcheroo, it's all handwritten. It's all well researched, etc., cetera, etc. None of the content writers are allowed to use AI.
1: And what if you find a content writer and it says Kaz? I've got this tool. I've got the expertise. I can 10x the operation. And using AI and my expertise, we can rank, we can leverage on mass production. Would you like to test me? What would you say to that person?
0: Yeah, de- definitely. I, I i like I don't mind testing. Like we 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 probably do like I don't know 10 tests a day whether that's like snippets whether it's like ranking images ranking videos wh- whatever the test is we, we do a lot of testing so if if somebody does have a magical tool that can mass produce content that can get all the nlp entities on the page that can beat out my competitors like i, I i've i've seen i think it's ape rm the chrome extension um like that. That's 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 pretty good for content. Like for like local and stuff like that. You you could like get get the art, um, article written with that. Get like an editor to like edit it up, change it, make a few tweaks. Bang. Um. But sometimes, I say sometimes, most <laughs> of the time, um, the human eye is still Cheeky. better than yeah. than 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 AI. That, yeah. That's that's my opinion on it.
1: Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I mean, we, in our in-house team, we're doing a lot of mix right now. And we're training mm-hmm. all the writers in the team to leverage AI to do an article or a page in a way that's perfect than the top competitor and with the all outbound inner links and stuff like that. And yeah, like it's working pretty good, brother. You know, it's working out. Yeah, There's um. One
0: thing that we've started to implementing on our own websites is, um, so we've got like 17 editors right for, across all of our websites. Um, but the editors, um, are now getting Google search console data. So like they, they might go on like a page where it might be like forward slash best, uh, bingo sites, right. They'll get all the content from that page. Um, and then they'll get all the keywords that Google search console is like showing up for, for impressions. And they do like a, a command where it's like, okay, highlight the keywords or extract the keywords that Google search console has given us. That's not on this page. Cause it's like easy to win keywords. So like, for example, you might be getting impressions and clicks for best bingo sites UK, but you might not have that on the page. So ChatGPT will say, right, okay, you don't have this, these 17 keywords. The editor will go in after, like, two months of the content initially being uploaded, re-edit it, re, like, re-upload it, bang. You've got, let's say, 17 keywords that you never had on the page, now on the page. So you're going to get more, like, higher in the SERPs and stuff like that. So, like, to say that I don't use AI would be a lie. Yep. I just don't use it for the initial, like, content and stuff like that. But, like, the editors and stuff like that, they, they, they do, like, these, like, little... Um, tweaks and stuff like that to the page using chat Yeah.
1: And I'd say like a human eye on AI. Just see what to produce. Just don't publish it without even like looking for yourself. So yeah, enough of talking about the content strategy. I think our listeners have got a lot of valuable uh, knowledge bombs as they would say. Yeah. in In the SEO community and for the listeners who don't know, Kasra is speaking In Chiang Mai this year. So if you're going to Chiang Mai and if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you watch this guy. You're going to get a lot of good stuff from him.
0: Yeah, definitely. You excited? Um, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, massively. So like, I have never been to Chiang Mai. Have you been to Chiang Mai yourself? No, yet. Yeah. yeah. No, right. Okay. So... It, it, it's it's weird how this just occurred, right? Because like five years ago, I remember like or six years ago, I remember working at the SEO agency, doing my web development role, seeing all the Chiang Mai photos coming. I'm like, oh, that looks really good. I wish I could I wish I could go, right? Yeah. So like fast forward five, six years, get a message off Matt, like, Do you want to talk at Chiang Mai? I'm like, I've never attended Chiang Mai. So the first time that I'm actually attending Chiang Mai, I'm not just gonna be attendee, I'm also gonna be talking. Um, The talk is going to be really good. Um, I'll I'll give a little bit of an insight to your audience. So I got the call from Matt maybe two, three months ago to say, like, you can come and talk. What do you want to talk about? Website recoveries. So I decided a lot of guys would think this is absolutely crazy. I decided right there and then I'm going to tank a website completely tank it this website was earning 10 grand a month gambling affiliate site completely tank the website recover it by November for the for the talk so wow. it went from earning 10 grand a month passively right like literally I I could I could have just sold the website could have been living on a yacht in Bali like yourself <laughs> right I was like no I'm gonna tank the website I'm gonna recover it for this talk so are so, you in the
1: mid of the process
0: oh so we went from ten K earnings every single month. We went down to completely zero for two months. We're back at six and a half
1: grand. Oh, so you're already making it. Maybe it'll yeah. go to even higher earnings than ten K. And that could be a beautiful I'm
0: I'm hoping by November time we should be like we're estimating twenty K a month. Um so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be That's a really gonna good blow top. up for
1: sure. That's gonna blow up. Yeah. Nice one. Definitely. So yeah, link building strategy. You're a grey hat, but you're a black hat and a white hat. What are we saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all the hats. All the hats. <laughs> Give all the hats to Ghasra. What are we saying, brother? How? What's your strategy? What are your secrets? What you want to share? What you don't want to share? It's up to you. Um, so... Link
0: building strategies. One thing that I've noticed is doing niche edits to like silo pages, like pages that contain a lot of links and then doing guest posts to like the pages that you actually do care about ranking helps massively right now. Um, <clears throat> tiered link building is more important than ever. Um, I'm seeing pages. So like, for example, I, I do a lot of client calls with search and a lot of the clients come to me and they're like, I don't want links if Sackett's my uh, competitor and he's got a link from, let's say Forbes, right? And I'm like, why? So they'll tell me their reasons. And I said, right, okay, we'll get the same link off Forbes, right? But we'll power up with tier twos. And every time we've done it, it they've just outranked their competitors just by doing tier twos. It could be the same guest post that they've got as three of their other competitors, but their guest post is better just by having tiered links, um so tier twos is more than more important than ever before a lot of guys in local um even in even in like the easier affiliate like amazon affiliate guys um they're not taking advantage of it so if you are listening to the podcast and if you're not doing tier twos definitely use tier twos i, I believe sackett you you like you you do a lot of pbn's i don't know if any of you guys use them for p- tier twos
1: yeah like that's what i'm noticing like Tier 2 PBN links back in the days two years ago I get like 50% of clients based on tier 2 links now it's just reduced to like maybe 5% yeah all the guys are really? getting PBN links from me they're going for tier 1 like money sites and that's, that's the beauty crazy. of that's the beauty of SEO like mm-hmm. you have a unique strategy my clients have a unique strategy and everybody's testing and analyzing and see what's working I think it's just in the middle then just try a bit of everything and that could be your perfect SEO recipe.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. Like I, I am a firm believer of your net work is your net worth, right? Yeah. So, If you can speak to like, let's say one SEO, that's, that's okay. If you can speak to like 15 SEOs and say, right, okay, John's told me this, James has told me this, what do you think? Right. If if you can, if you can start leveraging other people's knowledge and say, right, okay, these three guys have told me this. Why have these three guys told me this and speak to Billy over there and like essentially just try and like mix everything together and say, right, okay, I'm going to test this. I'm going to test that. That's completely bullshit. I'm not going to test this one. So test testing is like massive. Um, and yeah, like speaking to as many people going to like networking, like specifically to do with SEO, um, just getting out of your shell, like there, there's there's a lot of SEOs that are like introverts. Now, again, I I don't have anything against introverts, right? But like, just like getting out of your comfort zone, going to like a few of these events, like it could literally change your life, um, especially for the better. Like a lot of the SEO guys, like they think that we don't share. Like, give give me a couple <laughs> drinks, I'll, I'll be sharing so many lot of knowledge bombs at the
1: bar, right? <laughs> Just, just do that you'll be on um, your no alcohol challenge in chiang mai <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> so yeah so yeah link building what what, what do you think the biggest mistakes that seos do with link building
0: not get enough links
1: okay they're scared that's what like, i say as well
0: they they're, they're, so many people like are scared to build links i don't know if you see this yourself they're like yeah, oh yeah. well. My, my competitor has 72 links. I've got 70. That means I only need to get two more. Uh, yeah. No, just get more links, man. Um, so, no, for, from a link building, from an off-page SEO point of view, um, I do believe that there is a massive misconception when it comes to, like, actually acquiring the correct type of links. Like, people might have read a couple blogs, and they might think, okay, I, I need a DR 85 link. Um from this website and it's like actually if you were to get like four dr 25 or four dr 35 links it's gonna be way better than this one dr 80 link over here yeah so like massive misconception when it comes to that and um, i probably shouldn't be saying that because like we do everything off of dr so like the higher the dr on search route, the more expensive but Again, like I, I am all for like lowering everyone's spending when it comes to SEO. Like nobody wants to be spending 60 grand a month on links and content, right? Yep. Everyone wants to be spending 10 grand a month on links and content and 50 grand on a holiday, taking your wife to the beach, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah. So you, 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 it's, it's all about minimizing link cost. Um, and that's probably the biggest thing. Um, tier twos, man, like tier twos like is you like people are buying guest posts for like three hundred dollars and they're not powering up and it's like why you've just went and bought like a dr65 link and it's not being powered up you're not maximizing like the biggest bang for your buck there like that, that that that's another thing um content silos making sure like you have like a really good roadmap like a good like scope on like the different articles that you want to be producing um again guys don't just go after like money terms and i know everyone wants to be earning money everyone wants like the biggest affiliate sites and stuff like that try and actually produce content that does provide value nobody wants to be talking to the guy at the bar that just recommends running shoes right you'd be more inclined if he's recommending like the top 10 beaches to run at best hiking trails best running sports etc etc that guy's more knowledgeable than the guy that just knows the top 10 running shoes so just think of it like that as well from from a content point of view
1: yeah it's like you saying describe your content as you like to describe your ideal partner just make (laughs) make a list of all the things you want yeah your perfect ideal partner but yeah coming back to yeah I completely agree, brother. Like people shouldn't be worried about like building a lot of links. Like one of our clients, like agency clients, I think we have done four thousand pbiend tier one <laughs> to a site, and he's banking. Yeah, 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 and he's banking like uh, he's getting a lot of leads. That's for sure. We and, have um, <laughs> we have a very oh, sorry to cut in, but we yeah.
0: have a very similar client at Serteru. Um, he is. Let's just say that he's, he's a rich Saudi, right? He came to us, wanted links. He was like, I don't have I don't have a budget. Tell me how much I need to spend, right? And we were like, right, okay, this guy's probably going to break it down into months. So we're like, right, you, you need like, let's say 30 grand worth of guest posts. Bang, month one, 30 grand worth of guest posts, right? He started ranking for a keyword. um, And that keyword in one month, earned him a hundred grand. So it was 70 grand profit or well, excluding staff and stuff like that. 70 grand profit from an SEO ROI point of view. And it's like, yeah, month to how much do we need to spend? It's like 25 grand, right? But what what he didn't like, what we thought is like, okay, we're gonna give him a 30 grand quote, but he's gonna break it down over like the next 12 months. Right? So you spend like, let's say three grand a month or whatever. But he was like, no, 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 I, wa- I want to rank rank me, rank yeah. me as quick as and you take can. My money. And it's like, yeah. And take <laughs> my money. If, if you can get me the rankings, I'll keep providing the money. Literally month one. It, it was honestly the quickest one. So oh, sorry, but that, that's probably a lie. It's probably one of the quickest jumps I've ever seen. Like literally within like two weeks, he was ranking for his main primary keyword. And he's like, I've been to like three different SEO agencies in Dubai, <laughs> yeah. Qatar, and stuff like that. And they've not even been able to get me these results. So I don't mind spending this money if you guys can keep getting me the the um, the results. So yeah, I totally understand like 3,000 PBNs, 30,000 um, guest posts, or 30,000 <laughs> US yeah. dollars worth of guest posts is nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a similar case as well. Just recently, like two months ago, a client comes and he's like, I've got this uh, Defender Recovery, wherever US, Australia, wherever, And I want to rank top five in the next two months. And I'm like, okay, so what's your budget? What, what number are you comfortable with? He's like, let's start with uh, 25 PBNs a month. and I convinced him to gain like almost 300 PV links a month. And he was very scared and he pulled the trigger and he just sent me an email just a month ago. Boss is really happy. The team is really happy. Can we push to 500 next month? (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny when you change their perception, you know, and they're like, oh shit, Kaz was not lying. Saket was not lying. (laughs) They're right. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> those are the best type of emails so like at the rank and rent agency um i always say to like the clients that sign up i like i say like we own the property like like the actual um digital asset and stuff like that they, they fully understand the gig so they're like all right okay we're, we're spending let's say a grand a month on the rank and rent and one thing that i always say on email to them is i don't want any emails from you unless you are inviting me to your christmas night out. Nine times out of ten, because we can actually rank and get results, they end up inviting me to a Christmas night out. Like this last year, um, we were invited out to like 16 different Christmas night outs, right? And it's like, well, we can't go to all of them, right? So we had to be very selective. Otherwise, it's just like bang, 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 bang. Every night you're on a night out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So.
1: I mean, you should be picking unique days now. Christmas, Easter's. New Year's. There's a lot of days, brother, that you can celebrate. Yeah, the winter. definitely. But yeah, not not too much alcohol. I can give you stress. I feel like alcohol is, is, is a lot common in SEOs. I see, I, I hung out mm-hmm. with a few SEOs and you know, like, we have a big community. What would you say, like, uh, people who drink a lot, their stress management uh, <clears throat> ratio, what are you observed, like?
0: Um, so I actually did a tweet on this weirdly, like maybe three years ago. Right. Right. And I said, I always feel like shit after drinking. It's like, it's never just a one day hangover, right? It's like a seven day hangover. Right. And I said, right, okay, let's break it down. Let's say you drink 12 times a year. So once, once a month, right. Some, some would consider that healthy. Right. Um, but then the knock on effect is, a week hangover, like you're feeling lethargic, you're slow. You might not be in, in the mindset of actually doing work. You, you might, you might still be doing work, but you're not doing work. If that makes sense, right? You're not a hundred percent. So 12 times a year, you feel like that. That's three months. You feel like that you're you. And guess what? Your competitors probably don't feel like that. So every day, like yeah, the, the beauty of SEO is it's a numbers game, right? So every day you're feeling lethargic. For the three months you're fe- feeling lethargic. Bear in mind, you've only went out 12 times a, a, a year, right? For the three months that you feel slow, lethargic, guess what? Your competitors are completely crushing you. They're building more links. They're building more articles. They're uploading more articles. They're re-editing the articles. You, you, you've, you've lost. Yeah. So... I am. I'm very similar to what you are. Obviously, you you don't drink at all, right? But I am very selective in when when I drink. I, I probably we'll be drinking drink maybe, in Chiang
1: Mai though, when you speak. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. night. That, that's about it. <laughs> but, so, like, I'll, I'll probably be like,
0: I'll probably be like really drunk, or like, I'll I'll probably get like, go out maybe three or four times a year. For three times a year i think like, that's a I, good yeah, ratio not,
1: i don't that's a good ratio yeah
0: I, I, don't, I don't even do anything for my birthday nowadays birthdays are boring now yeah, birthday, birthdays is every day is a birthday day.
1: brother isn't it? yeah <laughs> exactly sausages, it's, yeah. it's just like if, if if i like for example how old like, are you, bro? When, when i was like how old are you
0: uh 25
1: no way i'm 25 as well are you really
0: <laughs> yeah i thought you were um i thought you were younger yeah for I'm whatever tw- reason 25 but
1: yeah age is just Um, a number age is just a number oh yeah
0: definitely um but yeah like back 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 to what i was saying like before like when i was like five or six years old right like maybe for my birthday i would go like go-karting or whatever right now i can i've got like i'm in a very good position i'm in a very lucky position um, to be able to go go-kart whenever I want. So it's like, okay, I, I, I might go go-kart on a Tuesday with a few friends or whatever. It's like, I don't need to wait for my birthday. So that that's what, like when you said like every day is your birthday, right? It's, yeah. it's kind of like, right. Yeah. That, that, that is very true. <laughs>
1: yeah. And what's your, what's your routine looking like? What time are you waking up? What time you're crushing emails? And then you like logging off. How many SEO was you giving a week?
0: Probably right now a lot because I'm trying yeah. to recover a website. Yeah, um yeah, sure. but the daily routine, so like today, for example, um I woke up at five thirty, sometimes five AM um today, five thirty. I will <clears throat> go into the office for six. I will do six AM till twelve. Um and then I will do like one hour at the gym. So I'll drive back towards my house. The gym's on the way to the work. So I'll, I'll do like one hour, maybe one hour, 20 minutes in the gym, 45 minutes some days. And then from that, I'll probably like 1 p.m. onwards or half one, I'll have like a, a, a healthy meal. Um, and then uh, from, let's say, 2.30 till 7, 8 p.m., I'll work. And then from 8 p.m. till 9, I sometimes or actually not sometimes every single day I speak to my dad because my, my, my dad's in like the other side of the, the country. So I'll, I'll phone my dad um, and then maybe sometimes from like 10 p.m. to like midnight again, I'll work and then midnight till five, I'll sleep. So I, I operate on very few hours of sleep. Don't get me wrong. Some, some days, like I will need like seven or eight hours. Um, like on the weekends I sleep a lot more on the weekends. I probably sleep like till 8am or 9am. But yeah, it's, 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 um, it's a very rigid, um, program that I'm on. Like I, when I'm not doing a routine, I feel really bad like yeah. i don't know what it is like my, my mindset's just not like triggering it's like i just don't feel it hundred percent yeah but yeah well what, what, what does your routine look like
1: oh my routine Ugh. similar to yours i'm waking up at five six then i'm going to this spa that i have close to my house in bali mm. i'm spending the whole morning there so basically i go there I jump into in cryotherapy. Have you heard of cryotherapy?
0: Yeah, I've never done it.
1: So yeah, you basically jump in three minutes in minus 110 degrees Celsius and I get like a wake up call. I could die. (laughs) And after that, that I'm doing, I'm getting straight into the cold plunge, five degrees, six minutes more. So it's three minutes cryo, six minutes cold plunge. So nine minutes, what Joe Rogan would say, if you do cold in the morning, immersion, you'll release dopamine for the next six hours. So that's how I start. Then I'll jump in with a bit of breathwork, meditation, morning emails, uh, seeing everything's on floor, hosting this and that, the team. And yeah, then I'll go to the beach, surfing. Yeah, I I just work three hours a day, like most days. I'm I'm kind of loving it. But yeah, now I'm starting this podcast and I interview like six people. Uh, In the last week, like almost one-on-one. Yeah. (laughs) So one every new day. So it's kind of intense because I have to prepare and I have to drive Mm -hmm. to the studio. But yeah, it's kind of very like the morning is always the similar and after what's going to happen, it's always kind of flexible. But yeah, routine is important. Your morning, how you crush your morning is how you're going to crush the rest of the day. So for my advice would be like crush your mornings. Get the hardest stuff. Do you skip any meals? So I'm fasting most of the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So well, sometimes, so, I
1: mean, Do you have one meal a day or two? So half a week, it's one meal a day. Half a week, it's two meals a day. I'm testing. I'm testing. You know, I've been meeting a lot of biohackers here in Bali. <laughs> and some would say like have two meals, one a smoothie, this and that, and some solid later. Some testing with the carbs, the ratios, this is and that. But yeah, if I'm having like a meal in the morning, bro, I'm crashing like in the afternoon. So I'm just like skipping, bro. And sometimes I don't even have the coffee because I feel like people who are very dependent on coffees, they're also having very bad crashes. So yeah, now now we're diverging from SEO to talking about (laughs) health stuff. So I might change the name from SEO wisdom (laughs) to (laughs) human wisdom with SEO a bit of touch in it. But yeah, beautiful brother, love it, love it. You're waking up at five. I think it's a 5 a.m. club. I'm gonna add you to the WhatsApp community. Definitely. (laughs) No, I don't Um, have one, but yeah, it's good. (laughs) It's good people are waking up at 5 a.m. in our SEO community. So yeah, uh, I saw a tweet the other day and it was your IMG course. Can you talk about it? Yeah, definitely. It
0: is the best link building course there is in 2023. Oh. Um
1: no. So, is it out now?
0: <laughs> yeah, it, oh, okay. it is out. Um, I've had a lot of positive feedback right um from it. It it's it's literally like for everything you need to know about links, whether it's tier twos, guest posts, anchor text ratio, everything it is covered in that um in that course. It took like days to put everything together. So like I, I would I was start recording the course, right? I, I would get like I would finish the course in my head and I'd be like, oh wait, I've not covered this, this, and that. And it's like, oh, I, I need to, I need to add like six more modules, right? So yeah. I think in total it's like 27, 28 videos, or it might, it might even be 30 videos. But literally, if you know nothing about links, or even if if you know a little bit, but you're unsure on certain things, whether it's like spam scores, um, what to look out for when you're um grading relevance, et cetera, et cetera everything's covered in that because like there's there's two types of relevance like so there's relevant links so if you're in the home industry like homerepares.com link into your home industry website that's a class as a relevant link but there's also like competitor re- relevance so there's a lot of guys that will do surfer seo relevance so like Surfer SEO highlights, let's say the hundred key- keywords that all your competitors have on the page, and you need to essentially implement all those keywords in your paragraphs and texts and articles, right? But no one's actually doing like, uh, or sorry, no one's speaking about competitor relevance links. So like a competitor relevant link might be a spam score of let's say 25, but if three of your competitors have it, that's a good link to have, even though it's got a spam score of 25 out of hundred. Right, so it it talks about like various stuff like that. Um, it talks about tiered link, tier two links, when you should build tier two links, um, anchor text, how to calculate anchor text ratios, how to do. I, I even done like how to do outreach as well. I'm, I'm probably not the best person to do outreach, but I have done a module for it. Um, so yeah, everything that's covered in uh, that course is like. Ver- like up to standard for 2023 like nothing has changed like it came out in i think it might have been february and everything in that course still applies to this day so we're at the
1: 25th of april 2023 everything still applies sweet what i'll do for my listeners is i'll add the link in the description so anybody who wants to check out Kasra's dash course, IMG course, please. I think we don't have a lot of link building courses out there that we can actually rely on, and I'd vouch for Kasra. Thank you so much. Yeah, this conversation's been very interesting. I think this is the longest I've ever talked to someone on this podcast. Right, it's been over an hour. Yeah, usually it'll be ending by now. So. What's the final SEO advice you'd like to give to our listeners?
0: Um, embrace stress and when things hit the fan. So like you, you had a, you had a module um, that you sent me over stress management tools. Right. Yeah. Um and they recently done a case or a, a study and they got the most stressed, stressful people put them in two different rooms. The guys that thought stress was bad for them died because of stress reasons. The guys that thought, okay, to be successful, I need stress. I need down times. I need ups and downs in my life. The guys that didn't think that stress was bad for them and it was part of the journey were very successful. They didn't die because of stress. So. That's one thing that I would recommend. So like a lot of guys in the SEO industry are scared to fail. They're scared that they might tank a website. Just embrace
1: it um it's going to take multiple years no one cares um, about you anyways and you're going to die so remember that yeah, as well exactly <laughs> um
0: so like if if you fail 16 times but that one time you have a successful website and you're able to sell it for 45 million and you're living on a beach and you've got a ferrari and a yacht guess what nobody cares about nobody the 16 guess. times you failed everyone's looking at the one time that you actually succeeded in life um so that's one thing um I would say take action. There's a lot of guys in the SEO industry that are just endlessly scrolling on Ahrefs, looking at competitors, very similar to what I was doing six, seven years ago, right? Don't, don't be like that. Just take action. If it's a course that you want to buy, or if it's an event you want to go to, or maybe if it even is it, it might, it might be like registering a domain, register that domain. Um, stop watching this podcast, go and take at least one action. If, if, if you're, if you do anything from this podcast or if you learn anything, just take one action today
1: and it might change your world. Beautiful. So where do people find you guys, sir? Um, so if somebody wants to connect with you.
0: Yeah, Twitter. My Twitter is Kajra underscore D, I believe. Um, and for all of your listeners, there's also um, a free consultation call on SearchRoo that they can apply for. Um, so I'll drop the links does, below. Yeah, if, if anybody does have any queries, honestly, you don't even need to buy from me. If you've got any questions, if there's anything that I can shed a light on, anything, to do with SEO, I'll be happy to answer whether it is links, whether it's content, whether it's technical SEO. I'm very well diverse. If if I don't have the answer, I'll find someone that will have the answer for you. Um and yeah.
1: Kashra, it's been wonderful talking to you. I'm really grateful for this conversation. And yeah, I hope to see you sometime soon in real time.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, hopefully in Bali, where yes. we can do a Uh, a cryotherapy (laughs) (laughs)
1: cryotherapy yes let's do it brother let's book it in all right you have a great one